0: his name we pray and all the saints said give me this mountain <sighs> there's a person by the name of Caleb who said this and we'll move in we'll, we'll deal with this Deal uh, give me this mountain but <laughs> you have to be qualified to say something like that See, there's some wannabes, <laughs> uh, but they are not positioned. They can give the request, but it never gets through. The male gets lost in the quagmire of disobedience and unbelief. So, let's get started. We talked with an initial verse that says, Now therefore give me this mountain whereof the Lord spake in that day, but thou heardest in that day how the uh, Anakims were there, and that the cities were great and fenced. If so be, the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out, as the Lord has said. It starts off with a guy who, who uh, he's, he's not a teenager. He's not even a millennial. He's an old man. But old man doesn't mean less power. Because all power comes from God. Not who you are or where you are, but all power comes from where? God. So, in our uh, introduction then, every day we have many mountains that surround us, but what's surrounding us is not designed to define us. We are more than conquerors through Christ who strengthens us. We have all type of mountains that surround us, all type of mountains. Every mountain in our life has a promise to discover and a claim to embrace and cherish, having results that will glorify God. Every time that God permits a mountain in your life, you are to conquer it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There's not a time where the mountain conquers you. Some folks have been sitting at the foot of their mountain and have never climbed it, never claimed it. And they blame everything outside of them without ever taking inventory what's in them. So, I'm going to make a statement um, that I usually put at the end of the message, you the know, one last thing. But I want to put it up front so that you hear it two times. But um, keeping it real. When we talk about keeping it real, it's this. If you are anticipating anything significant f- from our Father, it will never, it will what? It will what? It will never happen without this one word. Here is the word that's been, have, have not, a lot of times folks in their witnessing, they don't use this word. Here is the word that caused us to stumble. See, I know you say, what is it? i would have to get to it. But you know, I, I had to build up a commercial. Um, here's a word that when, when you, you see it, you know it, but you don't use it. You tried it, but you left it. The one word that I'm talking about this morning is what? What's the word? Trust. trust and obey, for there is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. We, we go, we, we're witnessing whatever the individuals, you know, what we ask, mid time we ask folks, do you know Jesus Christ is your Savior? Do you want to know Jesus Christ is your Savior? You know, what a lot of times folks will say, no. You witness, to, you witness to your friends and everything else. And here is, here is what I want to start stressing to you. In the course of your witnessing, get them to the point of understanding Jesus died for your sins. Are you willing to trust him with your life, with your whole life, with all that you have? Proverbs says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your what? own understanding in all your ways do what acknowledge him and what shall he do he'll direct your path so what God is telling us that before you look at a Lab, I want to ask do you really trust God or you just heard the word being good etymologists, taking the word and tearing it down and understanding it then when we talk about the word trust that means that I need to make sure that it's number one in my life and quit making excuses you know the insult that, that the insult that is given to God uh, before God. The doctor says you have cancer. You know what? Oh, and, and you know why? You know why you've been out of shape? You trust his decision. Every you've been trusting everything around you. You didn't come into this room and you didn't say, "Well, I wanted to see the whole me." You came and you sat down. Why? Because you say this is what the seat's supposed to do. So when I sit down, I I don't have to sue anybody because when they sit down, it's going to hold me up. So please, let's not look uh, confused over the word trust. We've been doing it all the time. It's just that we have not been applying it in the right place. And when you don't apply trust in the right place, you won't get the results that comes on the other side of trust. And you cannot trust unless you believe. You won't believe a a thief. You can't trust a thief because you don't believe them. You can't believe that they're going to do right. You can't trust a liar. You trust people who you know. That's why God is going through this whole thing. I want you to get to know me so that you will trust me. And whenever we start getting bent out of shape and, and stress out, God is saying, it's because you walked away from the word trust. And because you walked away from the word trust, the results of it is there are emotional and there's physical. They, they have a book called None of These Diseases, and they talk about all the diseases come from stress. What I'm learning to do now, again, I'm, 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 I'm still learning. This is in God's hand. You know, I, I say about Chicago Land Bible Fellowship, I said, Lord, Chicago Land Bible Fellowship, thank you to understand it's not my church, it's your church. You just have me here functioning in, uh, in the state. Here's what I'm supposed to be doing. Regardless of what happened, regardless of what people think, regardless of what people do, my responsibility, Lord... My responsibility is to trust you. I was uh, uh, one of the pastors uh, from a very large congregation called, and uh, and he was saying, you know, hey, Doc, you know, he started doing a whole lot of crazy talking, but finally got down to, he said, I'm having a big problem. I said, What's your problem? He said, We're growing and growing and growing. He says, Our our offering is now up to a, a million dollars a, a year. I'm almost embarrassed to say it. And I said, I talked to myself, why did you say it? <laughs> but one thing I didn't do, I didn't compare Chicagoland Bible Fellowship to where he's at. You know what? I pray God's success on him. Lord, bless him. Lord, keep him. I'm just going to bloom where I'm planted. When you learn how to trust where you are, God can trust you with other things. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The moment that you believe God and the moment that you trust him, then you understand the whole dynamics of Caleb saying, give me this mountain. He went through a whole lot for that to happen. Clarifying our thoughts for this morning, what God has to offer must be matched with the spiritual growth and maturity to receive and manage it. So here's our outline. Being real must be our daily routine in life. Being real will keep us in a state of readiness. Being real will always produce God-honoring results. It was, the first one is being real must be our daily routine in life. We look at verse uh, 5 to 9 and it talks about that, about being real must be these, the very essence of our daily routine in life. And when we see th- things like that, then we're saying here, as the Lord commanded Moses, so the children of Israel did, and they divided the land. Then the children of Judah came to J- J- Joshua and Gilgal. And Caleb, the son of uh, Jephunneh, the uh, Kazanite, said to him, thou knowest the things that the Lord said unto Moses, the man of God concerning me and thee, and kadesh Uh And he says, uh, Forty years old was I when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from, from uh, Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land, and I brought him word again as it was in my, my, my heart. Nevertheless, my brethren that went up with me made, uh, made the heart of the people melt, but I wholly... Now, I want you to hold, look at that word, holy. But for me, I completely... I will thoroughly follow the Lord my God. Before you request anything, my question is this. Are you holy? Are you completely following the Lord your God? And Moses sweared on that day saying, Surely the land whereupon thy feet shall, try, shall be thine inheritance and thy children forever because thou hast holy. There is a the word again. Follow the Lord, my God. Then we seek specific things. When we seek specific things for the Lord to give us, let us keep in mind several things. One, what? Be dedicated to the responsibility that has been given to you. Caleb's job, he was a soldier. Now that, that might might not mean anything, but whenever a person becomes a soldier, he puts his life on the line and he might not come back. Soldiers die for their country. I don't care how beautiful it is or you know, how great it is and how, you know, the, the, the songs and everything else, the Marine song and the Army song and do this and that, but the moment that you become a soldier, your life is on the line every day. And Caleb, was, Caleb said, when i received the promise from god i was 40 years old and for 45 years he stayed with the stuff 45 years he heard the promise and didn't see any of it 45 years he saw a nation rebel against god and he saw wars and people dying Forty-five years, there was no, it seemed like there was no guarantee that he'll ever get to that mountain or ever get anything. He was a warrior. But for 45 years, every day, he didn't look at the battle. He kept his eyes where? On God. I don't care where you are. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care how tough it is. It's not what's happening on the outside that God is looking for, looking at. He can control that. It's what happens on the inside. see, there's, and I, I mentioned this before. I want to repeat it again. That's why I said I'm not rushing. When it's time for me to sit down, I'll sit down. Okay. When it comes down to stress, there are two types of stress. There is what they call the extrinsic stress what type of stress extrinsic stress is when the things on the outside mess up my inside when i got all these things going on and everything else and i found a lot of times that i had been in a stressful situation until i come to realization i don't have to be in a stressful situation we were sharing with the uh, <laughs> we were sharing with the board we all uh are talking about the uh, commercial. With uh, well, this guy uh, is sitting in his car and he's getting ready to drive, then he said, "Nope," and uh, and he started driving back all through the highway and everything else. He, and uh, the whole idea, he said, "Nope, nope, all the way to nope." Okay, uh, and then and then when he finally parked his car and and got a lift uh, ride, then he started saying, "Yes, yes, yes." He, he was saying, when it comes down to stress, every time I look at it, I just say, Nope, 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 I'm not going there. When, when Caleb was doing all of the fighting, and it was an intensive fighting that these guys were doing, he said, Nope, I will, I will continue. I will continually follow the Lord. I will not get discouraged. I won't worry about what I'll live to tomorrow. My job is to battle. When God gives you a responsibility, stay with the stuff. If not, you're going to get frustrated, bit out of shape. And, and so, what, to know, what the, know what Caleb's uh, testimony was? My testimony is, I stay with the stuff. I was 40 years old, and I had to wait 45 more years but I stayed with the stuff. And in the course of it, I wholly followed the Lord. If you're gonna join the Caleb's Caleb's, uh, Club, you have to make up your mind to obey God all the way and keep yourself out of it. Caleb's responsibility was uh, to spy and report. Be determined to always keep God first, regardless of the circumstances. Note, there were giants and there were walls to conquer, but Caleb kept his eyes on who? God. Every time a week close out, if God gives us another week, you need to ask a personal question, did I keep my eyes on God through the whole process? Or was I afraid of losing something or worried about what people may think? The things that shut us down, there's a lot of things that have not even happened yet. When I was younger, I was worried. I was worried about not being able to support my family. I was worried about not having a a sufficient job. I was nine years old. Now, what a nine-year-old supposed to be doing, doing all that worrying about, you know, and uh, the, the Lord, the Lord was gracious. He said, thank you, Lord. I was nine years old. But if I'm doing the same thing now as I did nine, when I was nine, there's a problem. Serious problem. Be a possessor of a godly testimony. Note, note, uh, consider what was said about Caleb's level of commitment. He said, I wholly follow the Lord. Be delivered and waited on God's timing for the anticipated outcome. Observation. Notice how many times the word wholly, completely, followed the Lord was mentioned. He wholly followed the Lord. And I, I need to, he also had a, his name Caleb. You know what the name Caleb means? The word name of Caleb means dog. Um, Not only, but there's another word too, dog. And then it has uh, uh, a comma. Then it says faithful. His name was Caleb, dog, but faithful. I checked out what my name was, you know, and. it, it, but what your name is does not define you. My question is, are you who you are? Being real requires clear a clear sense of readiness, 10 through 12. Now notice what it says. And now, behold, the Lord have kept me alive, as he said, these 40 and 5 years, even since the Lord spake this word unto Moses, while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now lo, I am this day fourscore, and that fourscore uh, of no, us know is twenty, fourscore and five years old. I'm eighty-five years old. Eighty-five year old man not getting any, any pension, anything. He talking about giving me this mountain. Eighty-five years old says, "I when I was four, I said, "I feel like." And I've been acting like I've been going in and out like I was 40 years old. Do you understand what's going on? He says, I've been a warrior since that time, and I was cracking heads for 45 years. He says, and I still got it. And Joshua didn't interrupt him. He said, now, give me this mountain. Why? Because you're a warrior? Uh-uh. Because I decided a long time ago as a warrior to follow, wholly follow the Lord and lead the results to him. Get your feelings out of the way. It's about a commitment. Now you attach your feelings. That's the important thing. And as yet I was strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me. As my strength was then, even so is my strength now. For war. You see that? He didn't say, now nah, as an old man. For war. I'm willing to battle right now. Both to go out and to get this get what? And come back in. And, and now that man was bad. Can you imagine if God had an army of folks that, that was they were that tough in living for God? Are you willing to sign up? So that whatever the mountains are in your life, you're not conquered. You don't go back. It's part of the war. And you say, give me that mountain. I don't care what's on it. I'm going to clean it out. Now, therefore, give me this mountain whereof the Lord spake in that day. For thou heardest in that day how the Anakins were there and that the cities were great and fenced and so it So if so be, the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out, as the Lord said. There were several things that describe that moment in, in Caleb's life. One, he recognized God's keeping power. Whenever you ask for God to step in, trust his keeping power. Do what? God will not take you into something and drop you. He's not a some type of a sadist. What's that's person that just love to see you suffer. The, the next thing he realized that a significant amount of time had passed. He was not only did he trust God. He didn't make a primary uh, regret or no um I can't remember, uh, Desire that God do it in two years, three years, four years. All he knew that God says, I'm going to do it. If God says he's going to do it, he's going to make it so. Trust God and keep your eye off the watches. He revealed the state of his health and physical strength. I was 140, now, and then 45 years had passed. And I'm still going out and I'm still coming back in. In other words, I didn't die in the, uh, in the field. I came back in and I, as a warrior and getting ready to do something else. Because you see, I know who I am. I know what my function is. He requested that God's promise would be recognized and put into action. Now give me this mouth. Many times the blessing of God, our Father, have embedded character builders, challenges that will stimulate spiritual growth. That's why I say when it comes down to God's promises, God promised this is going to happen and God promises that this will happen. But know what? He doesn't tell you all the valleys and disappointments that you're going to come into as a result of doing it. And that's why I praise the Lord. I understand now. I have learned through the years that when God promises something, there could be, many times there are, pits and discouragements and challenges. And when you're going through all of that, God is saying, don't give up. You have more going for you than against you. You have Jesus Christ praying to the Father. You have the Holy Spirit strengthening you. We are more than conquerors through him that love us. Don't give up. When God gives you a promise, the promise will happen. Now, don't promise yourself and expect God to bless it. I'm saying standing on the promises of God. He'll keep you in perfect peace, but you have the responsibility that your mind has to be stayed on him. What mountains do you have in your life? There are seven mountains we should consider. I, I could have a whole list, but, and I might not hit yours, but let me just throw out of you. One, blessings. A, a lot of times, uh, everybody cannot receive and manage a blessing. God bless you, and all of a sudden, you start flaunting it before everybody else. And it's almost like, look what daddy did for me. So, but God, when God promised you a blessing, again, the embedded challenges for that blessing to become a reality. Understand, that's one of the mountains. Lord, give me the mountain of blessings because I'm going to wholly follow you. Next, physical challenges. We, we find that there is a mountain of Physical challenge. It seemed like every time I turn around, there's something else happening. Even with, even with myself. Um, if you saw, I, I uh, took the, um, what they call the lifeline uh, health test that they, they send around and once a year, whatever the case may be. And they give you all the printouts and everything else once you take it. And they were saying, normal, fine, great, see you in two years, da 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 da. I say, great. Then, then something else happened. And then I've been to four ophthalmologists because the reason I'm reading the way I am, because it affects my eye, it affected my eyes. And I'm saying, what's going on? Does it stop me? No. It's just that I know that God had put his hands on my life and whatever I had to carry, amen. But God is good. Anyhow, anyhow, they give me the wrong medicines. Matter of fact, the medicine they gave me is is on recall. They said, don't take it anymore. Keep on stepping, keep walking. Like like at the airport when they had these sidewalks saying, keep walking, keep walking, keep walking. Don't ask why, just keep walking. That's what they designed it for. For you to get to where you are, to where you should be, keep walking. See if we can uh, get this going here. I'm seeing something on the other side there. Um, Okay. Doubts. Now we look at this word, doubts. Criticisms addictions, fears, disciplines. These are only a few of the mountains. You say, oh, he didn't hit mine, so maybe praise God, I know I conquered mine. No, I just don't have the list up there. But you know what you're up against. You know what you need to deal with. And God has promised you to give you victory. And not only the victory, your victory blesses other folks. Your victory is not just for you to enjoy. When you walk with God, other folks are blessed as you walk as you walk with God. You hear what I'm saying. But when you are not walking with God, other folks are affected by your not walking with God. Disappointment. Everyone in this room probably probably undergoing disappointments. I'm not going to even look, look around. I know everybody's been through so many disappointments. And then thirdly, been very patient, being real will, 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 will always produce God-honoring results. And so we come to this part where it says, consider the, pres- the pres- uh, presentation. And Joshua blessed him and gave him to Caleb, the son of uh, Jephunneh, Hebron, for an inheritance. So you got the land, Hebron. Consider the timeless principle. Hebron therefore became the inheritance of of, uh, Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenazite, unto this day, because he wholly followed the Lord of Israel. Consider the timeless principle. And the name of Hebron before was Kirja Harpa, something like that, which Abba was a great man among the Anakins, and the and the land had rest from war. Listen to what happened. My enemy was in the land. All he was doing was keeping it for me until I got there. He kept the grapes big. He kept the vineyards and everything else. It's mine now. I took that mountain. I might have had to work 45 and wait 45 years, took that mountain. I might have gone through many discouraging things and seen how Israel act up. But I have Hebrew. And, and guess what? Whenever God blesses, he does exceeding and abundantly more than we can even ask and think. And guess what? It says the lamb was at rest. God gives rest. When you go through the storm, when you favor with God, regardless of what the storm, you are, understand something. God's ultimate goal is that you have rest in your soul, a testimony, in your heart. But it's important that you trust Him for that to happen. Observation, regardless of the the former uh, possessor was that land uh, was that land. Uh, was the designated to reserve for a man willing to wait forty five to receive forty five years to receive the promise of God, and then we come back to the full idea Caleb has left a testimony of what it takes to receive god's uh, very blessings and that is we must what believe we must what receive it we must trust God to make it so we must wait lord we must anticipate we must prepare for it god will not give you something you're not prepared to handle you must prepare for it you must prepare for it oh you know what prepare is you got a you got a free vacation to hawaii and uh you'll be going in two weeks do you are you going to wait till the last minute no you're going to prepare and you're going to tell a few folks you're going to a warmer place you may sing a little, a few songs to let them know where you're going. Because you trust what the person said. You prepare. And Jesus Christ said, I go to prepare a place for you. And say, and when I go, I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back. And you're gonna be with me. Do you trust that? Can I trust God? Then if you don't trust God, why in the world are you here? Keep it real and God will get it right. Keep it real and God will do what? Because that's how our daddy operates. My time is up. As I think about my time up, I'll just repeat it again when it comes down to um, uh, the whole idea of if you are anticipating anything significant from our Father, it will never happen without one word. What's that one word? Trust. The moment that we trust him, then it frees God to operate without the hindrance of your doubt. Remember Peter? Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come out to you big storm you know and one person screaming it's a ghost and well and the lord speaks and he said lord bid me this let me come out to you and the lord said come and peter walked on the water but here's what it says he saw the wind you cannot see wind you can see the effects of wind you cannot see wind but he saw the wind He saw the 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 waters uh, lapping up and slapping and the 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 danger of something like that. And as he walked on it, he says he took his eyes off the Lord. And he went down. And that the Lord and the reason that he went down was because he didn't trust God. And when you don't trust God, you always get wet. Always get wet. And so happened. So the Lord pulled him out of his wetness and said, O thou of little faith. Why? Why did you doubt? And God wants us to trust him. Caleb's life is history, is in the books, and he's going to enjoy the Lord. He have, he have done his duty as a warrior, as a believer. He have gotten his reward not only here, But when he gets to glory, Caleb, dog, faithful. Dog, faithful. Dog, faithful. And I trust that God will get us to the point of saying, Lord, regardless of what people think or say about me, call me dog, but don't forget the word, what? Faithful. As we uh, close this morning, my question is this: Do you trust him are you Are you struggling with that because of circumstances in life? Are there times when you hesitate if if, if you're struggling I would, I would like to pray for you. I would like to pray for you. If you're that person, just simply stand. You don't have to tell me what it is I'm just asking you been challenged in that area. The reason that you need to be strengthened because there's a mountain you need to conquer. The real blessings are on the mountain, not at the foot of it. There are folks who uh, go to Colorado and some of the other places and they take pictures at the foot of the mountain. You never see pictures of those who climbed it. Oh, you've been to Colorado? Yeah. (laughs) But they, they were just in front of the mountain. They never climbed it. Follow me. I'm determined. Give me this mountain. And whatever my lot, thou have taught me to say, it is well with my soul. And if there be one under on the sound of my voice that have not trusted Jesus Christ, in order to trust Jesus, you must believe that he died on the cross of Calvary for, for your sins, and that he died and he was buried and he rose again, and that you have must believe that you were a sinner and you couldn't save yourself, and that you're willing to trust him today. Put it all on the altar. God is speaking to you. Now is your time. Don't let this day of opportunity pass. Father God, thank you for our time. Thank you for the dear saints of God. It's my prayer that we um, be identified with the character of Caleb. May we, Lord, have that type of spirit. And we know now that because the Holy Spirit is given to us, to walk alongside of us, the paraclete, to walk alongside of us, to strengthen us, to encourage us, and even carry our prayers before you. Lord, I pray for the saints of God. I pray for their victory. I pray for their testimony that they wholly followed you, completely followed you, and were able to experience the outcome of victory in their lives. There you are glorified. Lives are impacted. Lord, I pray toward that end in Jesus' name. And all the saints said, amen. If you continue to stand, we'll close with the last song. Chish maha, chish change my heart, change my heart, oh God. Change my heart, oh God. Say it again, changed.